is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. I'm super excited today because coming up on today's show, we're reporting from Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival 2019. And I've been dying to meet this guest. Jim Quick joined us on the show today. I had the pleasure of meeting him, interviewing him and also getting a roundup of all the great stuff he's been producing from knowledge is power to learning is superpower, how the brain works and how to fuel the brain to get the best performance level. The brain and fitness memory coach is gonna be on the halftime show on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the halftime show podcast. This is the halftime show. With Omar Adouri. Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I am your host, covering everything sport, international, local. It is with great pleasure I introduce someone today who is, you know, a big ambassador for mental fitness, the way the brain works, coaching. He's phenomenal. I follow him personally on my podcast, and uh, I'm delighted to have him on the show. Jim, welcome to the show. Omar, thanks for having me. Thank you, everyone who's joining us and listening. Oh, it's a pleasure. Now, um, Jim, there's something where when it comes to the gym, you can go and physically feel better, but when it comes to the mind and brain, where do you go personally? You know, I, I believe we live in the millennium of the mind that athletes uh, and just everyday um, weekend warriors that they don't just want to be physically fit they want to be mentally fit I feel like that your brain is not a muscle but it, it works like a muscle you make new connections and to help it grow it needs novelty and it needs nutrition just like your physical muscles you give it novelty you work it out and then you give it nutrition to be able to feed it so it gets bigger and better and your brain works the same way and so I feel like everybody needs to commit to being as mentally fit as possible because we live in the age uh, where we're not paid for our necessarily all our just our brute strength we're paid for also our brain strength as well because our brain controls everything absolutely and you mentioned something key there fueling the brain now normally we talk about yeah. fueling the body yeah. how do you fuel the brain you know I cover this a lot in my podcast as well it's an area called neuronutrition Neuronutrition talks about how your brain has different nutritional requirements than the rest of your body. And so what you eat matters, especially for your gray matter. Absolutely. And, and with that comes a lot of things like hormones and management and, and the nervous system. I mean, you've spoken about that on your podcast mm -hmm. in the past. How do, we, how do we channel that in terms of the, from the brain into the body, into the nervous system? Well, certainly the brain is part of the body, right? But there's a body, there's a mind-body connection. There's also a body-mind connection. You know, part of the way of doing it is through movement. And that's why I love it, because generally what's good for your heart is going to be good for your head. And having a good, you know, regular movement routine, not, not just going to the gym three or four times a week, but also moving because they... You know, we sit behind screens all day. It's a lot of people, six, seven, eight hours a day. And the body was made, the brain was made to be able to move. The primary reason we have brains is to control our movement. And as the body moves, your brain grooves. You create brain-derived neurotropic factors, which is like fertilizer for your brain to create new brain cells and new connections. It's an exciting time. It's super exciting. And one of the things, also uh, linking back to your podcast, was you mentioned foods that enhance the brain as well you know can you tell me more about that sure um, I like to talk about 10 foods that uh, really help you to uh, protect your brain help you to focus improve your memory 
So some of these foods are avocados, very, very neuroprotective, blueberries, uh, I like to call them brain berries. Broccoli is a very good for the brain. Uh, uh, also olive oil. Uh, eggs, for the people who can eat eggs, it's good good for the brain, the choline there. Also, uh, you have things like green leafy vegetables, so kale and spinach, good for the brain. Also, interesting, salmon. It's, you know, the, the DHA, the omega-3s, and a uh, few more, turmeric, which is the spice. It helps to lower inflammation, which could lead to a lot of challenges. And uh, walnuts, walnuts actually look like the human brain. It's kind of interesting how the nature has a signature, a sign of nature, it kind of shows you what could be good for it. Like you cut a carrot, it looks like an eye, you know, which is supposed to be good for your eyes. You cut a tomato, it has four chambers like the human heart. Um, and also dark chocolate, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners are happy about. Not, not milk chocolate, but dark chocolate. What's good for your mood is good for your mind. <laughs> And, uh, and, and touching on that, a lot of talk has been in the fitness industry on the, the, the famous documentary called The Game Changer. Um, some people obviously are for it, some people are against it. Where do you stand in, t in terms of uh, promoting plant-based, vegan, uh, you know, greens in, in your everyday to day diet? Yeah, uh, for me personally, it's about 80% of my diet are vegetables and living foods. And so it, it's very it's very important. Even the list I just gave you, most of them are are, are plant based. Okay, actually, eighty percent, yeah, eighty percent of it, mm -hmm. you know, comes from 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 uh, from plants. So I, I feel like those are good. I also you know recommend that people are are bio individual. For me, I go I went to a functional medicine doctor and and had food sensitivity tests because if I'm lacking in certain nutrients. I think it's important to be able to know that and awareness is a superpower. Um, as well, and also the foods you're sensitive to, because you know, based on your your specific type, you know, not everybody reacts to kale the same way. Absolutely, um, Jim, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've been looking forward to meeting you for a while, and to have you on the halftime show, it's an honor. So thank you very much. Appreciate that. Thank you. And that was uh, Jim Quick on the halftime show. Uh, guys, stay tuned for more on Pulse ninety five. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. Yes, we are live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival with none other than Jim Quick, uh, the, one of the world's foremost brain experts. Uh, Jim, something that I hear you talk about um, is learning being dependent on motivation mm -hmm. and interestingly a lot of people struggle with motivation so how are the two interlinked and how do we help that yeah. you know help ourselves to learn through that I think one of the most I was giving a talk in Silicon Valley and afterwards uh, Bill Gates came up to me and you know one of the wealthiest individuals in the world uh, entrepreneurs and I ask we start talking about the future education and it's it's interesting because he's an avid reader. He reads a lot. He I reads asked like him if, fourteen books a week or does, something. He does. He reads a lot. He, re he I asked him if he could have any one superpower. What would it be? And he says, Jim, it's what you teach. You know, the ability to read faster. You know, Warren Buffett has said I probably wasted ten years of my life reading slowly. You know, Warren Buffett reads five hundred five hundred word. Uh, uh, pages a day, 500 pages a day. So leaders are readers, absolutely. And but I asked, we started having this education talk about education, like the future of it. And I start talking about uh, 
you know, this thing called meta-learning and accelerated learning, learning how to learn. And he starts talking about the incredible technology that's available to us that right now classrooms don't, they're not contained to four walls anymore. And then somebody, the big crowd is gathering, uh, listening in, and somebody asks a question, it's like, is there anything missing? You have the theory and you have the technology. And we looked at each other, we talked a little bit more and said, yes, we know, it's motivation, understanding human motivation. Because here's the thing, a lot of people know what to do, but they don't do what they know. Because common sense is not common practice. You know, we, we know that we should meditate. We know we should sleep well. We know we should eat the best foods and exercise every single day, but we don't always do what we know. And the key to it is really tapping our motivation. And even, let's say, remembering people's names. I know right. at this event, you meet a lot of people. And part of the reason why people come to events is to make new connections. And remembering names is the number one business etiquette networking skill there is. Because how are you going to show somebody you're going to care for their future, their family, their health, their finances, you know, anything you have to offer them if you don't care enough just to remember their name. So like here's a memory tip that could help you is just tap into your motivation. Ask yourself, why, when you're meeting somebody, ask yourself, why do I want to remember this person's name? Why do you want to remember it? Maybe it's to show the person respect. Maybe it's to make a new friend. Maybe it's to do some business. Maybe it's to practice these things. You know, I learned on the show because, you know, what you practice in private, you're rewarded for in public, right? We, we, we heard this. And so, um, you know, maybe because if you can't come up with one reason, you won't remember the name because reasons reap results. Reasons reap rewards, big rewards, but you have to tap into that why. So motivation is really key. And motivation, if you break down the word, it's your motive for taking action. Ah, motivation. I like that. Exactly. That that really makes so much sense. So find the motive to take the action. So find the reason that is going to find your why, yeah. basically, isn't it? Yeah. It's a wonderful book, Start With Why. Yes. Uh, Simon Sinek. Yes, very yes, good. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, but, you know, this is uh, very interesting to me as well. The four primary brainwave states mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, we go through and, and some of them are better for learning than others. So take yeah. us through those. Yeah. So our brains cycle through different states, uh, brainwave, uh, for, uh, and the key is, is once you understand how they work, you could work your brain better. And so right now, everyone who's listening to this is probably in a beta state. Beta is sta the state uh, the fastest state when you're most awake. Yep. Uh, Delta is the slowest state when you're probably asleep. Mm -hmm. And it's interest what's interesting is the states in between the beta and the delta. Immediately above uh, the delta state, uh, right above when you're before you're sleeping and when you wake up, is this state called theta. And the theta state is the state of creativity. It's where you come up with your most creative thoughts. It's where you can solve the best problems. And uh, it's when you're really, you're like relaxed, you're so relaxed, and all these thoughts come to you. Uh, taking showers puts you into a theta state. You ever notice when you're taking a shower, you come up with all these great ideas? It's always when you can't write something down. It's almost like, you know, it's like that state of flow. Right. Is that what that, you know, that, that's that wa about? The water helps put you in the, that element helps put you in the state of creativity and you, you come up with your best ideas. I took five showers this morning just to prepare <laughs> for this radio interview. <laughs> um, so the theta state is something you can go into when you want to be more creative, when mm. you want to make your videos, you want to write your, you know, write your book, everything that's just creative. Above theta um, and below beta is a state called alpha. 
And the alpha state, they describe it where theta is, is creativity. Alpha is the relaxed state of awareness. It really is, in a way, the state of accelerated learning. It's where we become a sponge, where our conscious mind is set aside, that beta mind is set aside, and we just absorb information. And interesting, what puts us, one of the things that puts us into an alpha state is television. When you watch television, have you ever noticed somebody who's watching television so closely, you could try to talk to them, but they're in a trance? Yeah. Because that television programming and Programming is an interesting word to describe television because it's you're in that trance, you're so relaxed, and all the information is just going in.、Uh, other things that put you in alpha state,、uh, certain music will put you in alpha state.、Uh, not heavy metal or rock and roll、um, or rap, but classical music will put you into a relaxed state of awareness, especially、um, the Baroque era. That's、uh, Vivaldi, Handel. It, it, it harmonizes to about 60 beats per minute, and it harmonizes with the resting heart rate. And so, listening to that when you want to study something,、uh, it could help you remember things, facts and figures, a lot, any of that information faster. So, how do we, are we able to,、uh, you just mentioned, you know, tapping into that alpha state、yeah. through music. music. The other different states. Should we just be going to have showers? You know, what are、yeah. the different ways、so、to del- kind of tap so into it? So, delta and beta, you tap、yeah. into very naturally. All of them kind of naturally, but by design, beta is, you know, your waking hours. A lot of your waking state is beta. Delta is usually when you're asleep. So, that's how you get into deltas by going to sleep.、Um, the theta state is the relaxed state of awareness. People came up with creative ways of doing it. Some people do it through showers, other people do it through meditation.、Um, Einstein would sit outside of Princeton in his rocking chair, and what he would do to get into theta is hold a rock in his hand. And because he would do these thought experiments where he would visualize, he knew that, according to him, imagination was more powerful than knowledge. Knowledge is what is, imagination is what could be. And so he would use his imagination to go do these thought experiments and imagine himself sitting on a beam of light. Heading towards a clock and wondering what that clock would look like. But he would do these, a lot of these thought experiments in his rocking chair, and part of that rocking motion maybe put him in a theta relaxed state. Also, holding the rock itself in his hand, the reason why he held it is if he fell asleep, he didn't want to go into delta. So if he fell asleep, he would drop the rock and it would wake him up because he didn't want to fall asleep because there wasn't a lot of learning that was going on in that sleeping state. But of course,、uh, as we know, sleeping is essential. Absolutely. To actually retaining you know, and learning and, and being more productive every very, single very, day. Very, very much so. I think everybody to learn faster needs to prioritize sleep.、Um, a lot of people who study and cram all night, they're doing themselves a disservice because when you sleep, three things happen with your brain that are important、um, at least three. Number one is where you consolidate short to long term memory. So if you're not remembering things long term, if you're having trouble with your long term memory, check your sleep hygiene. Uh, number two is where you clean plaque. When you're sleeping, is when you clean plaque that、uh, could lead to brain aging, dementia challenges. And so that's when you sleep, is when the sewage system kicks in.、Mm-hmm. And then finally, the reason why you sleep is to help you dream.、Um, you, you will probably spend about 20 years of our life sleeping, about three to five full years dreaming. And that's a lot of time, three to five years. And, and what are you doing during that time? Well, your brain doesn't shut off at night. 
when you're learning all day or you're in school all day or at work all day, your brain is actually coming up with solutions and ideas to help uh, help you along your way um, and they, in, in the form of dreams. Uh, the challenge is when people wake up, they almost immediately forget their dreams. You know, but people don't realize a lot of amazing ideas came from dream states, a lot of amazing inventions. Uh, the sewing machine came to uh, the inventor in a dream. Mary Shelley came up with Frankenstein in, his tr in, her, in her dream. Um, Paul McCartney came up with the song Yesterday in his dream. You know, sports figures have changed, you know, uh, the way they hold a golf club in their dreams and changed their, their complete game. And so what are, what are, what is everybody dreaming about late at night that maybe you're forgetting? So, you know, as part of my morning routine, you know, I talk about my morning routine and I know millions of you have listened to it on my podcast and on, you know, YouTube. And uh, it's just, it's important because how, you know, if you want to win the day, you have to win that first hour of the day. And the first thing I do in the morning is I remember my dreams. You remember your dreams, you write them down. This is vital. Yeah, I, I, it's very important to be able to record your dreams because yeah. it, it starts training you to remember your dreams better. And uh, that's one of the best things you could do. And this is, you know, very interesting because uh, you talk about the first hour of your day and the final hour of your day being kind of the most important for you in terms of setting everything else up. So, you know, talk to us about what you personally do. Yeah, absolutely. I believe first you create your habits and then your habits create you back. You create your good habits and then those ha great good habits create you back and make you better. And I like focusing on the first hour of the day and the last hour of the day uh, because that's usually where I have the most uh, control. Mm. Not always, but the most influence over it. Because I could always wake up a little bit earlier, and um, and it's usually the quietest time. And so the first thing I do in the morning is I remember my dreams, and I I did a whole podcast episode on on this. Um, we have a podcast only 15 minutes long, and I just teach people how to change their habits and and how to learn faster. Um, the second thing I do is I make my bed, and it's very good actually to do that for your uh, for your brain. Um, and so. I believe how you do anything is how you do everything. And if you take time to make your bed, and which only takes a couple of minutes, and you do it with um, excellence, and then you will do everything with excellence. So start your day with success, and you'll carry on that same habit throughout your day, doing things at a, a standard of excellence. Next, um, I'll drink a lot of water, because our brains are mostly water, uh, more than 70% water, and just staying hydrated uh, if you're dehydrated and you hydrate, it'll boost your reaction time, your thinking speed about 30%. Mm. And most people could, you know, we, we could use that. So drink plenty of water. Um, I also take some probiotics at that time uh, on an empty stomach because it's your second brain, they say, is your gut. And, you know, you want to make sure you have good microbiome uh, and take care of your, your second brain. Um, another thing I do the first thing in the morning is I brush my teeth. And you're like, well, Jim, everybody brushes their teeth but I brush my teeth with my opposite hand. And the reason why is in order to do that, I mentioned how you do anything is how you do everything. I want you to have a focused, present mind. And when you have to brush your teeth with your opposite hand, it trains you to be present in the moment. You're not thinking about other things. You're not trying to do other things. And uh, it gets you to train and build your focus muscles. And that's very important. Um, so you brush your teeth with the opposite hand. Another thing I do is I just do a three-minute workout. It's not my workout for the day. 
but there's a study done at Appalachian State University where they wanted to find out how with weight loss and sleep, when's the best time to work out? Is it, they tested 7 a.m., 1 p.m., or 7 p.m. 7 a.m., 1 p.m., or 7 p.m. And they found out the best time was actually 7 a.m. And to really jumpstart your, uh, your metabolism, get your heart rate going. Generally, what's good for your heart is good for your head as it creates blood flow and oxygen. And uh, so just for three minutes of calisthenics, three minutes of motion and movement um, is really good for your brain. I feel like we need to get you to, to like balance on the table here. Yeah. I've seen you do that and it just blows my mind. Yeah, <laughs> how, how your body moves, when your body moves, your brain grooves. So your brain, when you move, you create something called brain-derived neurotropic factors, which is like fertilizer to help you create new brain cells and new connections. I want to come back and talk about that. I think that's a, a, a vital point. Uh, particularly, I know we're talking, you know, to entrepreneurs today, uh, but it, it's it's great to think about, you know, um, the kind of states that put us into the best learning. Uh, because, you know, we're talking about kids being sponges and they can learn anything. We're going to come back and talk about why that is and how we can make that work for us. Uh, and we're going to talk about your session that is also coming up today here at the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. More to come in just a moment here on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Now, if you're just tuning in and want to catch up on any of our shows, remember, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. And that was Jim Quick from his interview with Sally Musa and myself from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival 2019. What a guy. I normally listen to his podcast, but to meet him and actually ask him the questions for the Halftime Show and also for Life Beats, it was amazing to see his response when it comes to how the brain is fueled, how to recover, the nutritional aspect as well is quite fascinating and I really enjoyed that. Especially the amount of time you sleep when it comes down to um, your memory. Very, very interesting stuff by Jim Quick. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Remember to text us on 4215 or do or slide into our DMs at Omar Duri or Pulse95 Radio. That's a wrap, folks. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m. 